Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. And today we have another episode of the world famous podcast. And we're joined by royalty, some may say. Oh my God. So, Patrick, how are you? I'm very well. Lewis, how are you? I'm all right. I've just had a nice smoothie. And、oh. it is a smoothie with strawberry, raspberry, and blueberry. Oh, wow. You have started the day much healthier than I have. I've started the day with a double espresso Ooh, full of caffeine. I have had my caffeine fix for the morning, that is for sure. Well, <laughs> to tell you the truth, before having the juice and before having the smoothie, I also had a coffee. I don't know about you, but I can't, I can't go without a coffee. First thing in the morning, I need to make myself a coffee. I'm the exact same. It's the first thing I do. I teach my classes with a coffee machine next to me. So it is always there if, if I need it.、Mm -hmm. um, but yes, I try to limit myself to one or two per day. Otherwise, yeah, you can feel a bit, a bit yeah, weird. Do you get a bit, a bit shaky? 100%. Coffee gives me the shakes. Too much coffee gives me the shakes.、Um, but yeah, so I try and since I had a double espresso this morning, I think I will have just the one coffee. It's,、uh, that's plenty, plenty for today. And、uh, related to coffee,、um, I think I was like 20 when I started drinking coffee pro like properly. And that was because I started going to the gym. And before the gym, I wanted a little bit of energy. So I needed that caffeine boost. And then gradually, I've become more and more addicted to coffee to the point where if I don't have a coffee in the morning, I get a headache. Does the same thing happen to you? Not yet. Not yet.、Um, people, so yes, with addiction, that kind of thing happens. I,、uh, I know my, some of my friends who smoke. They, if, for example, if they don't have a cigarette, They can get a headache. And for the moment, it hasn't happened to me. I just like the taste and I like、uh -huh. how it makes gives me that, like you say, that boost of energy, that caffeine rush、uh, first thing in the morning. But no, I don't get,、uh, I don't usually get a, a headache、um, before having a coffee. It hasn't happened to me yet. I don't want that to happen to me,、yeah. honestly. <laughs> so you don't have any withdrawal symptoms from not、uh, having a coffee then? Not yet. Moment. Not yet, exactly. It's coming, it's coming, I'm sure, dun, but dun,、uh, dun. but not yet. <laughs> Fingers crossed, Fingers touch wood. Anyway, moving、exactly. on, and let's focus on the topic of today. And the topic is all related to the environment, which can cover many, many different things from weather, different climates, landscapes, global warming, and so on. So, Let's start with a little question, a nice, easy question.、Um, Patrick, in Madrid, what's the weather like today?、Oh, the weather is miserable today.、Yeah. It's cloudy, it's rainy,、um, it's also quite cold. But the only one good thing is that it's not windy. It's、mm. not windy. Yesterday, actually, it was blowing a gale. It was blowing a gale yesterday. Um, on some streets, it was very calm, and you turned a corner on the street and whoosh, you feel the force of the wind.、Um, it was very windy. But,、um, but yeah, today it's raining, it's cloudy, it's not nice, not a nice day. What about you in Brussels today? What's it like? 
So in Brussels today, to be honest, last night I went out and met up with a friend and I played pool with him and uh, we had a good time. But being inside playing pool, I had no idea that when I left the bar, it was pissing it down. It was pouring it down. It was raining cats and dogs, as they used to say in kind of old fashioned English. And today... It's kind of similar. It's not absolutely pouring it down. It's not raining heavily, but it's just drizzling a little bit. It's spitting a little bit. So it's pretty miserable too. Yeah, it's just that time of year. And we have another good expression. I don't know if uh, it's used just in Ireland. I'm sure you've heard it before. It's hosing it down. It is hosing it down. Um, or it's absolutely hosing. Um, oh yeah, so... I know the I know the feeling. Last night in Madrid as well, it was it was hosing down yesterday uh, or it's last night. it down, right? Exactly. And I live on the top floor in an apartment block, and that's all you can hear: the rain hitting against the roof and our windows. It was, uh, yeah, it was really lashing. It was really hosing it down uh, yesterday. You see, in winter, when the weather's quite bad, I love being at home and being nice and warm and cozy with a cup of tea, with my blanket, watching a film. But that's not the perfect weather, of course. I don't mind it from time to time. But Patrick, what, in your opinion, is the ideal weather? If you could pick the perfect weather to have every single day, 365 days of the year. Oh, so my ideal day is... Kind of a temperature which is in the middle, not too hot, not too cold. For me, that would be about 22, 23 degrees and sunny. Yeah, it's um, it's something that I don't see very often in Ireland. We don't have too many sunny days, so it's nice to see the sun. Um, so yes, kind of not too hot, but, uh, but a nice sunny day. Um, but I'm so used to seeing the rain that even on a rainy day from time to time, not a bad thing. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind the rain. Uh, what about you? What's an ideal day for you? I'd say pretty similar, to be honest, because I get very hot very easily. So as soon as it goes beyond like 25 degrees, I'm sweating buckets. Mm. And I also have quite bad circulation when it's really, really cold. So then my hands are always really cold and my feet are always really cold. So I'd say maybe slightly hotter than what you said. Maybe 25, 26, 27 degrees tops, <clears throat> but sunny and maybe a little bit cloudy and maybe with a slight breeze. I would Beautiful. agree. Beautiful. Yes. When it gets hotter. Uh, so, yes, when we reach towards 30 degrees, that breeze is essential because I I run hot. I am I <laughs> I'm usually very hot and uh, yes when it gets to that temperature I feel terrible I sweat uh, I sweat buckets like you said and uh, yeah it gets uh, gets a little bit unpleasant um, that kind of that kind of temperature I'm not used to it um, but yeah and so I, this is interesting um, have you ever experienced any uh, any extreme weather events like, like for example flooding or earthquakes, or a hurricane, anything like that? Mm, well, a hurricane, definitely not, uh, thank God. Um, <laughs> obviously, I've experienced uh, some floods back home. Uh, it tends to flood every couple of years because we live kind of in a valley, and next to a valley, there's a river, canals. But fortunately, we live kind of like on top of the hill. So mm. any flooding affects my friends, but it doesn't affect me. 
Haha. <laughs> you have the higher ground, like in For Star sure. Wars. <laughs> I really do. I have the higher ground. Uh, so flooding I've experienced, hurricanes I haven't, earthquakes I haven't either. But sometimes you read on the news like, oh, there was an earthquake of, uh, I don't know, two point five on the Richter Richter scale. That's that's the word, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh. But no, I guess other than that, in Spain, there are droughts. Uh. Constantly in Sevilla, it never really rains for from april to october there's like not a drop of rain um unless it's like a tropical storm uh so in spain i know for a fact that due to heat waves droughts are a problem and there is a huge problem with the lack of uh water absolutely especially in the summer and it was on the news actually the the lack of the lack of rain um throughout the summer in the south of spain this uh this summer the crops and uh yeah the vegetables and everything in the fields can't grow with no water and uh yes whenever there's are pe- there are periods of drought the government can impose hose pipe bans where you are not allowed to use uh use yeah water sources to um to to yeah, to water your plants to water your your vegetables that kind of thing so they die naturally a sad 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 thing and Weird. Um, in your case, a personal question: Would you rather spend an entire year with like severe temperature in summer, like forty degrees, or a steady cool ten degrees every day? One hundred percent, a steady cool ten degrees every day. I, I couldn't survive in forty degrees for any length of time. I think it's um, very often I have conversations with people and they say, oh, what's the weather like in Sevilla today? So often it's hell. It's like <laughs> hell. It's terrible. It's so hot. We can't go outside. In 10 degrees, you can go outside. You just have to wrap up. You have to put some extra layers on. Um, and that's it. Um, with uh, it's You can only take so many layers off, but you can put on as many layers as and you like. And you melt. Exactly. I'd rather melt. Uh, I'd rather melt uh, with lots of layers on than uh, than burn because yes, Irish complexion, my skin, white. Uh-huh. So uh, yes, I don't do well in very hot temperatures. Uh, so yes, easy answer to that question. What about you? Uh, how would yeah. you in a hot temperature? I mean, I'm the same. To be honest, uh, I would love to have like the ideal weather we mentioned previously every single day but like right now in brussels it's like five ten degrees more or less and mm-hmm. at least inside it's nice and comfortable if i go outside i can still go for a run because i'll be sweating in five minutes anyway and i can still do many different things it doesn't affect my life that much but with 40 degrees you're so limited like during the peak hours of heat all you can do is stay at home and put the air conditioning on and wait for it to kind of pass over and then you can go out and live like a vampire when the sun goes down exactly exactly yes it's uh that's just a way of life that i wouldn't want to to get used to like going out during the day yeah it's exactly and i've heard if there's one word that my students know it's hell because during the summer months whenever i just say oh what's the weather like today in uh, in seville it's hell it's hell that's the first thing they will say it's far too hot 9 a.m. and it's already 35 degrees. And you're like, that ridiculous. Sounds, that sounds yeah. horrible. 
Um, so, related to all of this, this makes me think about the fact that rising temperatures, extreme weather, it's getting more and more common. Um, so speaking about global warming and climate change, are you worried, Patrick? Do you spend a lot of time thinking like, oh, my God, what will the world be like in 10, 20, 30 years? Absolutely. And it, yeah, it is worrying because, yes, all of these predictions about how the how the world will be. And what worries me more is that we're not doing anything to fix it now. And yeah, it's all about electing the right people, uh, the right representatives that care about the environment and that will prioritize um, fixing the mess that we are in. Because, yeah, I'm I'm tired of seeing reports that, oh, we are heading towards climate disaster what are we doing to fix it that is what is uh, that is what is frustrating and worrying me more than living like that in the future i don't know it's uh yeah it's just frustrating to see people twiddling their thumbs and doing nothing that kind of thing uh it's just it's it's frustrating to uh frustrating to watch but um but yeah it's it's horrible it really really is and so with that in mind do you think uh summits like for example cop 27 do you think they're beneficial do you think they're doing anything in reality i would love to say yes but to be honest no i don't think anything is changing i don't think we're making any real meaningful change to prevent climate crisis and climate disaster um because i don't know about you but i don't see the world changing i don't see us uh, using renewable energies more than uh, fossil fuels um and there are always pieces of news um on both scales uh, some of them saying that we're all going to die in five years and others being a bit optimistic and saying ah they are uh, making it illegal not to have solar panels on the top of a uh, car park for example so change is happening but i think the change is happening so slowly that it's not going to make any difference and this has been kind of happening over the last what like 34 years and gradually it's been gaining more momentum mm -hmm. and now it's more more of an issue in politics but despite that we don't elect the right people uh I wish one day every country elected the Green Party and then maybe we'd have a chance at saving the world. But as things stand, I'm very pessimistic. Honestly, me too. I totally agree. Yeah, if we yeah, if we elect the right people to prioritize what is absolutely essential and absolutely fundamental to uh to saving the world um then yeah it's at the minute we're prioritizing other things because there are other more well more pressing issues that are happening right now yes the environment is so important but people are struggling to make ends meet and uh and yeah that's what they're worried about now rather than what um what really matters and it's uh, it's scary. It is scary um, trying to juggle all of these potential disasters that could happen in the future. But so uh, that said, let's finish off with one last question. Let's put ourselves in the shoes of uh, a president, a prime minister. So, um, for example, Patrick, if you were elected as a world leader, 
what would you change to try to prevent climate change or at least to reduce the effects of climate change? So it's a good question. Firstly, I would say that I don't envy the jobs of elected representatives. Um, I do not want to be in that position. But um, yeah, I think it's so important to, um, well, yes, to encourage big companies to uh, to practice better environmental um, policies, to, to implement better environmental policies. Um, you can do that by like uh, sanctioning them if they don't um if they don't comply with uh, with environmental regulation at the minute there are so many country uh, companies in different countries um but yeah you can look at some individual countries that don't um that don't apply environmental regulations that's going to cause massive problems so yeah you can um maybe sanction countries companies that operate in certain countries to 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 have better environmental practices and policies but uh, but yeah i don't know how you would do that because yeah like capitalism and making money uh, is so important i don't know what uh what they would do or how you would um how you could implement that effectively and that's a big problem that they have at the minute exactly yeah uh like you said i do not envy them either but uh, surely they can do a better job. Come on, politicians, sort it out. Exactly. We're paying you to do this. Come on. It's coming out of my paycheck. Uh, <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. So, uh, so yeah, it's they can do a better job. They can do it. They can do it. Uh, yeah, we definitely believe in them. All faith is in them. Now, <laughs> let's call it a day there. Um, Anybody who is listening to the podcast, if you were elected president, prime minister, a world leader, what would you do to deal with the effects of climate change? Let us know. You know where to find us. But um, on that note, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Patrick, for joining. And yeah, do not forget to teachify your life. Absolutely. Bye. See ya. Bye.